Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. This is Katie Wagner, a sophomore at Fort Hayes State and a member of your Lady Tiger basketball team. As a student who has received scholarship support, please know how blessed I feel to have the financial burden lifted while pursuing a degree in accounting and getting to play the sport that I love. Your support is changing the lives of students like myself. For those who have not made a gift to Fort Hayes State University this year, please support the fort by visiting foundation.fhsu.edu today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Tuesday afternoon. Welcome into Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock with you. We are live at the Golden Q in Hayes. We'll be talking Fort A State softball with Adrian Pilkington and baseball with Jared Goodale. Our final program here for the spring sports season as we close out the month of April. One weekend left of conference play and regular season play for the Tigers as uh, they will wrap it up. Softball will be on the road. Baseball will be at home against Central Missouri. We'll preview all of that, talk about this last week, look ahead a little bit as well. Tiger Talk, again, brought to you by the Golden Q. They've got their daily drink and food specials. Of course, the burger of the month, always a popular item here, plus a great menu selection. And, of course, if the game's on, they're open. A little MLB network on today. So if we get distracted, you'll understand why as we watch highlights from last night. But uh, good to have you aboard here on our final Tiger Talk of the season. And with that, we bring in the head softball coach at Fort A. State, Adrian Pilkington. Tigers 1-3 and three at home this last weekend. Tough weekend. Newman on Friday. And then Central Oklahoma, uh, the fourth-ranked team in the country on Saturday and uh, got off to a good start. You, you won game one of the doubleheader, 10-2, to two, and, uh, boy, just a tough one in the second game. Uh, had a big inning, got it to within one, but ended up losing 6-5. to five, And, boy, that, that, that second game was obviously was a tough one. You, just, you had a great comeback, had some chances, just couldn't quite get the door done. And with UCO coming in the next day, you had a feeling that was going to be a, a difficult loss for your squad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we played three really competitive games and, you know, one just obviously got away from us. But, um, you know, it was tough going in. After run ruling Newman game one and then coming out, I felt like we were just a little bit too lax on the defense to start the game. And, um, you know, it's just, again, you got to getting it through to these kids that, you know, you have to play every pitch um, and you can't take moments off. It's just it's kind of tough. And, and it was something that we obviously couldn't overcome there towards the end. 
first game was really a good game. Scoreless through two. You're batting bottom of the third, and, and man, the bats come alive. You get five runs, and really that was the ball game. You had a couple of more in the six to get the, the run rule win, but it was good to see the team string some hits together and, and just really come up with big play after big play in that big inning. Yeah, I feel like our bats are starting to come around, and they have been for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've been stringing them together a little bit better, and uh, you know, every once in a while coming up with a timely bigger hit, you know, a double or a home run. So um, that part was nice. It was it was good to see that. Really throughout the weekend, even in our losses, I felt like we put some good hitting together. So, um, you know, that's a positive coming out of the week for us. And what you had to like in that five-run third, it all came with two outs. In fact, I think all the runs in that game came with two outs, but you got the big uh, two-run single from Lauren Beggs to, to get you on the board because mm-hmm. there's been so many times you've, you've had those chances didn't get that big hit. It goes scoreless, and then who knows, but you got the big hit, and it kind of opened the door for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you obviously always love to see those innings get extended and, and have some, some positive come out of those, and I think we just we got a little bit. Of, it was just a little contagious there in that stretch and um, did some good things to kind of just set that tone early on. And it's set your winning streak to six. That had been the longest since you've been the head coach. Had a couple of five-game win streaks, so it was good to see this team string some things together, and uh, hopefully – uh, now they know what it takes, and, and even though they, they came back and lost the next three, but you got to got a feel for it and knows what it takes to, to get on those rolls like that. Yeah, and I think we just are kind of landing in some of the right spots in the lineup mm-hmm. when we're needing those runs driven in right now. It's landing on some kids that are that are doing a good job with run production and, um, you know, sacrifice flies or timely hitting, things like that, that we're doing a little bit better job of just playing a little, little bit of textbook softball on the offensive side of the game. And then uh, you really got some uh, solid pitching. Boy, Savannah Egger was good. Two runs, both unearned, five hits, six strikeouts, zero walks. And it was obviously the weather was a gigantic factor in that game. It was as bad as it's ever been. And no walks. That's I think in a day like that, that is so, so important. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely um, – it just shows her pitching more efficiently, um, you know, producing the outs that we needed her to, um, getting ahead in the counts and not, not letting them work them near as much. You know, you just don't give them near, near as much flexibility um, as hitters. And, and they had a good hitting squad. I mean, that was definitely their strength going into the game, and I felt like she handled them well. Well, did a good job, got the victory, her ninth of the year. Tigers took that opener – 10 to 2 and then we kind of touched on it lose the nightcap 6 to 5 uh, each got a run in the first and they they just they found a way to score a couple in the second got three more in the third uh, you go to the pen and, and shut the door the rest of the way. Just couldn't quite to get the, the bats totally going. You had the one inning you scored four, but uh, just couldn't quite get over the hump in that one. Yeah, just like I said, I, I just felt like kind of early on mistakes were kind of what ended up biting us there at the end. And, and we had a run. We had a chance. We just, um, you know, couldn't obviously overcome that, that deficit. So, you know, disappointing loss for us uh, as a team. Their starter, Megan Walls, did did well for a while, but then you seem to figure her out a little bit to end up giving up the five runs on, on seven hits. But uh, they bring the, the Gutierrez girl out of the bullpen. She had pitched a little bit in game one, and, and uh, she made enough good pitches to hold you at bay. Yeah, I mean, we just we had a couple uh, well-hit balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like that day everything that we hit well was what didn't fall, and then the stuff that we mishit was what fell. I mean, it was just the wind was just brutal, and, um, you know, again, squaring up the ball, it's, you know, kind of sailing right at them, and they, they played us tighter in the outfield where I felt like we had a couple hits uh, to right field that mm-hmm. normally would have landed in as singles or, you know, maybe even snuck a double if you're not hitting it directly into the wind. Um, but, 
it's it's hard. You you know you have to try to pump up the kids and and give them positives in those situations because just because it was a windy day and it wasn't a hit doesn't mean it's not a hit any other day. Yeah, you want to hit the ball hard, but you're right. I think that obviously. I'm not a, a science guy, but I'm guessing you could probably find some physics. But when the ball's not hit as hard, I mean, it, yeah. it, the wind's going to affect it more. There's going to be more movement because it yeah. seemed like when you squared one up, yeah, it would, the wind would affect it, but not nearly as much. I mean, you could tell the balls that get hard, got hit yeah. hard didn't move as much. No, they didn't. And it felt like, you know, their right fielder was just standing mm-hmm. 10, 15 feet <laughs> behind the second baseman. So, like I said, I think we hit about three or four square balls to right field. That I mean, it just went right to her um, just because we hit them hard enough and they were playing so shallow with the wind that, you know, just norm- normally I think we drive in our runs there and we just – didn't get lucky enough to do that. And I think I mentioned it a few times during the broadcast. Uh, concentration for everybody <laughs> yeah. had that had to be difficult. I mean, we're in a press box and we're not out in the wind, but it's it's still you hear the wind, you feel it shaking, the windows are are moving around. I mean, it, it wears on you. How difficult is it to, to to have that concentration through two games like that when the conditions are so brutal? Yeah, it's not it's not just mentally or physically exhausting. It's mentally exhausting, and it's just so non-traditional. You know, we talk to the infield about, hey, if a ball goes up, you almost need to turn around like a catcher would, and then try to track mm-hmm. that in. That way, you're not you know chasing it chasing it inward towards the infield you're at least able to back up and stay behind the ball um which is just so unorthodox and not not something you teach but that's what we kind of had to try to do and some sometimes we were successful with it and other times we weren't (laughs) yeah saw lauren do that third a lot where the balls popped up and she was squaring up Mm -hmm. and uh uh, tracked a few down but uh couldn't quite uh get them all but yeah it was a it was a unique day to say the least as the tigers get the split with the newman jets that set up a big double header with the conference then leaders they have fell from the lead after losing uh, one game up in carney but still a good team the central oklahoma broncos and we'll talk about that double header when we return tiger talk today Brought to you again by Golden Bell Bank. They're in Hayes and Ellis. They're here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. You can check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We've got more Tiger Talk from the Golden Q right after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Hi, this is Alan Liker, owner of GNL Tire and Hayes. Flashback to 1997. Gas was $122 a gallon. The Chicago Bulls won the NBA championship. And Jackie and I opened GNL Tire on the Mall in Hayes. 25 years later, we're still serving residents of Northwest Kansas with excellent service at 201 East A Street in Hayes. Join us for celebrating 25 years of service with our 25 Days of Savings event this April. That's GNL Tire and Automotive on the Bricks in downtown Hayes. 
as an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Cybersecurity, managed IT, infrastructure. Nextech has the technology solutions your business has been waiting for. We've provided expert IT services for more than 20 years to local people just like you. And because we're local too, we understand your technology needs today, tomorrow, and whatever comes next. Visit nexttech.com slash business today and let our IT team be your IT team. Nextech, the best in the IT business. And the 3-2 pitch. Line drive, center field, it's in for a base hit. One run will score. Here comes Kelly around third, she will score. It's a two-out, two-run single for Lauren Beggs, and the Tigers have a 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, that got the Tigers going in that five-run third inning on Friday. They go on to win game one of that doubleheader, 10-2, dropped from nightcap. Six to five as they then face the number four team in the country, the Broncos of Central Oklahoma. UCO winning both 19 to two and eight to three for the sweep. And um, 19 to two, don't we've talked before? This program started. Haven't been a part of many of those uh, for a long time. Maybe not quite that bad. Just one of those games, a good team, and they got on a roll and. Sometimes it's hard to stop that train. Yeah, I mean, it just was a potent offense that you had to face, and it wasn't just, you know, one through five like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, this was one through nine, and they just kept the pressure on and um, extended a lot of innings, did a lot of two-out hitting, and we just kind of struggled to close that door on them. Four home runs in the game, and, um, um, you know, Savannah pitched so well the day before, and, and as you said, this was a this was a bit of a different beast, which – Hopefully, good experience for your for your young staff to, to face that type of hitting and and now learn, make adjustments, and when 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 that occasion comes up again, they'll be a little bit more prepared for it. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, she's young and she's just got to learn and grow. You know, you, sometimes you got to grow more from from the horrible losses than you do the you know the successful games. So I think there's a lot of learning to do. It's just you got to understand how to approach hitters that are that that good and that are going to battle that well and understand that. You got to get ahead, and you got to mix right, and you got to throw your off speed for strikes. So um, there's a lot to take home. I mean, it's just that they're really solid hitting offense, and that's about all you can say about it. And, and I guess on the the counter side of that, obviously, you didn't have the offense to try to match it early, at least, and, and hang around in that game when it was uh, uh, still still a ball game. And in credit of their pitching, which seems like they've always. They find a way to be solid in the circle every single year. Yeah, they absolutely do. And, I mean, I felt like we got some decent barrels on her. And, you know, sometimes we just hit it right at people. And and they're just, again, they're just so solid. Um, They're going to make those tough plays. And, you know, we just couldn't quite get anything going. Game two, a different story. Uh, You had the early lead, scored a couple in the first inning. And, uh, boy, it was right there. Until that fifth, they score seven runs. That ends up being the difference in the ballgame. Obviously disappointing because 
up until then, it was a great bounce back by your squad. They played well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they could have shut down pretty easily after that first game, but they just and they and they didn't shut down in the first game. You mm-hmm. know, they went out there and they battled and they made their outs and they worked hard and um, you know we bounced back well. I felt like we made some good plays in that game. Um, I felt like we got off to a decent start offensively, of course, but I think the difference was is it. Um, you know, they got a little bit of momentum, and like I mentioned to you earlier, it's just the few hits that they got in that game to load those bases were just kind of dinks mm-hmm. um, that they got over or got through the infield, um, and then it just shows you how one one solid hit can change the game. So, you know, it just was unfortunately one tough pitch for Bailey Carlson. She threw a really good game outside of that, and, you know, I guess if you can look back on your body of work and say, hey, you know, I, I made one mistake in the game, then that's a lot of positive for a freshman um, to build off of. And I think really it was probably pretty good for her confidence after seeing game one and the score kind of get out of hand and then she has to go in there. I mean, she could have been easily intimidated, and I don't feel like she did that. I think she just went out there and worked pitch to pitch and, um, you know, tried to tried to give us a chance on, you know, on the offensive side, get us off of the defense and give us chances to, to go up there and swing the bat. Yeah, the four straight singles in that fifth inning, and then you got an out, got another single, a walk, and then the, the big blow was, was the grand slam yeah. home run by uh, Skipworth. But as you said, they really did a pretty good job. And, and, and baseball, softball, it can be a frustrating game, and that sense you get those little bleeders that find their way yeah. through, and it just it just builds. I think that's the more frustrating part about it is I felt like she pitched you know pitched contact and gave us balls that we could play, and they just had just enough mm-hmm. on them to just sneak over or you know flare them over or through, and so it's just like you you know you don't you want her to feel good about that. That's soft contact. That's you know you're doing your job. You're giving us a chance. Um, and then again, just it was just one tough pitch. I think the only other thing that you could try to you know reiterate to her is with that walk it was just a kid we needed to go at and try to get an out there and then we end up having to throw to the hot hitter with the bases loaded so it's just you know it's a learning curve for him but um actually was pretty proud of her the way she went out there and was poised on the mound and, and threw that game for us jessica espinoza had a good weekend at the plate i think she had two hits in all but one of the games we got had a triple in that first game against newman on friday really swinging the bat belt well doing what you want your leadoff batter to do yeah she's done a good job and she she knows the pitches that she wants and she's done a better job as of late battling off the pitches she doesn't want and being able to protect herself as a hitter up there so um she's done a nice job of being able to especially convert when she's down in the count she's had a lot of two strike hits and that's that's impressive for any hitter we're at the bottom of the hour let's squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification this is tiger talk on the tiger sports network built by paul wurtenberger construction Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. We're back at the Golden Q. Gerard Welbrock, head softball coach Adrian Pilkington. Our final Tiger Talk here of the 2021-22 school year. We certainly appreciate all the questions we've had uh, emailed in to us. We'll have that feature again for you next year. And, uh, boy, can't wait for the new season to start as well. Right now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll preview the final weekend of the regular season for the Tigers on the road down in Oklahoma, Northeastern State and Rogers State are the two opponents. We'll talk about that and more on Tiger Talk right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Broomgard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Broomgard Hauer. Broomgard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. One big dream at a time. That's how we do construction loans at Golden Belt Bank. Your dreams deserve our support. So when you set out to build, we're with you every step. We have a proven process from the building phase to the permanent home loan closing and a close working relationship with local builders. You'll be home before you know it. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Car and truck care savings all month long at your local Napa Auto Parts store gives Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil, only $24.99 in the 5-quart jug or $5.19 per quart. Seafoam Motor Treatment, $8.49 per can. 25-pack microfiber towels, $9.99. Craftsman Professional Grade Hose, $31.99 and Craftsman Rear Trigger Nozzle, $8.99. Shop today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa know-how, Napa know-how. Here's the third, Tiffany at second with two outs. Tigers have scored three and lead it three to nothing. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Line drive by the shortstop and into center field. That will score one. Throw to home, not in time. And now moving to second will be Curry with the two-run single. And it's five to nothing, Tigers here in the third. Yeah, part of that big inning was Fort A. State ended up winning in game one. We're back live at the Golden Q for Tiger Talk, which is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive. Join them for their 25 days of savings here in the month of April. Time running out, though. They're celebrating their 25 years of business. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. It's also brought to you today by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. Haven't mentioned it yet, but you did honor your seniors. Uh, uh, didn't have a lot to go through, which I guess is sad in one way, exciting in another. But uh, you got to honor your seniors, and, and boy, they they've obviously gone through a lot in their time here at Fort A State. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm glad that I didn't have to honor as many as I did last year. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so a good point. The lesser number for that was me probably right now sadder. feels yeah, it feels better. You know, just less recruiting and less, a little bit less to work with there. So, uh, yeah, proud of those kids and the contributions that they've made, and um, you know, just in itself, the fact that you um, completed four years of softball uh, or any sport for that matter is is an accolade that maybe is under recognized because there's a lot of kids that don't don't make it that that long and that far it's a big commitment it's a lot of work and uh, you know those kids have been a big part of our program since they joined 
Well, you now go on the road. You have your final series of the regular season, doubleheader Friday at Rogers State, another nationally ranked foe. They're having a great season. They knocked you off in the first round of the tournament last year in that best-of-three series. Northeastern State also having a, a good year. Obviously, it's going to take a lot. You're going to have to play well. You're going to need some help to get into the conference tournament. Uh, I would guess you just go in there and just be loose and free and have some fun and play softball. Yeah, I mean, we know what we're going to face with them. We, you know, we know what they have, you know, and they live and die on their pitching. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and they've dropped a couple games here recently. So, you know, maybe maybe we're catching them on a stretch where they're not playing quite as quite as well. But um, both good teams, it's just, it just seems like that's the case with almost every MIAA team. There's not there's not a bad one that you can look by, and that, that shows, um, you know, I think we just got to go out there and, play like we got nothing to lose i mean that's put it all on the line and and know that you know when you untie your cleats that day that you gave it everything you got well it'd be nice hopefully you can find a way to get to edmund in the conference tournament uh, who knows we'll see obviously with with that it's going to take a, a lot of things to go your way but with this being the last program and we've talked about it so many young players and not just young players but young players who contributed got a lot of great experience as you take a look at uh, what you have coming back what are the areas you're going to relay to them when you have your exit interviews and meetings for them to to work on between now and when you guys get cranked back up next year you know i think now moving forward for these young kids they played so many games for us and you know it's it's hard to consider them freshmen mm-hmm. or, or young kids in the program anymore when you've you've played 56 games so we need them to step up and kind of play a leadership role and, and understand what the expectation is honestly it's 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 frustrating that um you know we're at the point of we're going down to our last few games to just try to squeak in and make it in and i feel like we're a better team than that and so i feel like that needs to be you know our expectation going forward we're not competing for the last spot we're competing for the top spots and and i think we're good enough to do that it's just it it kind of caught us at a bad time we dropped some games early that we shouldn't but I mean these kids you know there's a a lot of positive to go go forward with with this group Um, you know a lot of good players I feel like feel like we're in contention for a lot of um, you know all conference honors more than we have been Mm -hmm. in the past there's a a lot of good players that are getting looks and and doing good things so we just have to continue to move forward and build on that and we have a solid base we just need to supplement in with a, a few more players how does it work with softball because i mean there's the hayes larks in town so there's a great a lot of opportunities for baseball players in the summer to play is it similar in softball how, how does it work for softball it's really not a lot of opportunities um you know they just are trying to start a, a sunflower league here in kansas uh, they kind of tried to fire one up a couple years ago like right after the covid mm-hmm. season so the kids could play in kansas city um i guess the problem and the disparity there is the fact that like they're creating these opportunities but they're asking the kids to pay for them and it's not where you know the baseball guys they have host families mm-hmm. and you know they they have a lot of uh you know different opportunities that doesn't necessarily come out of their pocket or mom and dad's pocket so i think that's yes we're appreciative of the opportunities there's not a lot of them out there but the few that there are it's just hard when the kid you know the kids are paying for school they're they're having to work jobs in the summer and they don't you know they probably a lot of them can't really afford to join the league and have a job and you know accommodate for all that if they have to take summer classes or anything else so you know for us I think it's just a fitness level you know and I think it's okay for them to have some time off it's it it's necessary it really is um but it's just they have to kind of maintain a level of fitness and just a baseline as they come forward and get ready to come into the fall all right, well, some interesting stuff there. We'll see if maybe there are more opportunities in the future for them as we move along. 
Coach, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all your time this year and uh, joining us on the program. And uh, hopefully you find a way to squeak in and we get to get do some games down at Edmond next weekend or in a couple of weeks. But uh, we appreciate you being here on this spring portion of Tiger Talk. Yes, sir, thanks for having us. There you go. That is Adrian Pilkington, coach of the Tigers. Again, they'll be in Claremore to face Rogers State for two on Friday and then off to Tahlequah for two against Northeastern State on Saturday. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take another break. When we come back, we'll shift gears and talk some baseball. Jared Goodale joins us right after this. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. And welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q here on this Tuesday final show of the uh, year. We certainly appreciate everybody who's joined us, who chimed in with questions. Looking forward to next season as well. The Golden Q, thank you to these guys. They've been awesome hosts, and hopefully we're back here for the program next year. Brought to you in part by the Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good with the Taco Shop. Jared Goodale joins us now, head baseball coach at Fort Hay State. Tigers swept in Maryville over the weekend. <laughs> Sounds like a broken record. You had one blowout. You had one. You were right there. Could have gone either way. You lose, and one you probably felt you should have won, maybe, and that's kind of been the, the story all season long. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that just before we got on. It was You nailed <laughs> that a long time ago and and every time before the show i'd think about man that another one just like that <laughs> yeah um we'll start with friday night it, you you lose six to one and, and it was a 
game, which they had the 2 nothing lead. It was 2-1, to one, and they got a couple of tack-on runs late for the margin. I mean, you, you were right there, just couldn't seem to get the big hit and get get a whole lot going against their uh, their starter, uh, Spitzmiller, who went the distance. Yeah, he did He did a good job. He was, uh, you know, he was a, a typical Friday night guy in the, in the league, and, and uh he got going, and, and it was good. It was probably the windiest uh, game we've played in all year and maybe one of the windier ones ever I've played in, and we've played in some windy ones. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it definitely added a challenge offensively to both teams. Um, you know, we're right there uh, with, you know, it's a 2-1 game, and I think in the sixth, I think they had a guy on third with one out, had the infield in, ground ball to the third baseman, and – guy gets in a rundown he's he's directing traffic and and somehow we screwed up and and uh, not only does he not go back to the third base he ends up scoring and then the you know the guy that hit it gets on and gets the second and and uh but we had had a chance to get out of that inning with with a zero and it, it definitely you know changed the trajectory of, of the game you got to be able to execute right there and and in a one-run game and you know, we would have given ourselves a chance, but then they they ended up getting two there. Kind of the story, we just couldn't get off the field uh, with two outs. They got some big two-out hits, and then uh, same thing in the seventh. And then we could just never get anything going um, on their starter. You ended up going nine, and, and uh, had a, there was a few runners late, but uh, – you know, we got we got to we got to play defense on that one to give us, give ourselves a yeah, chance. Yeah, it's the little things sometimes. When obviously when 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 you're scuffling a little bit, it, it always it seems like it comes down to the little things. But uh, just you know, it's fuzzy what one run does. It just changes the whole feel of of a game like that. When they score it that way, even probably makes it worse. Yeah, it, both sides. You know mm-hmm. that knowing that you didn't execute right there and to give them a run, and then and then vice versa gives them a little momentum and. Um, you know, it, it's just it does. It comes down to those little things, especially in those close games. And it was just it was a tough day to score runs. I mean, yeah. the wind was really. I've never been, you know, hitting a fungo for in, in and out <laughs> like it was. It was like hitting a knuckleball and then throwing BP. You know, you're you're getting blown all over the place. So, um, it, it was definitely you know a pitcher friendly uh, day that day. And, and we you know we made some miscues and, and they took advantage of it. Yeah, we talked with with Adrian about it for the Friday softball game. Both games were, were awful, but Friday was seemed like as bad as it's been. And and you kind of got that on on Saturday with the series shifted back because of weather. But throwing across the infield third to first is not. I mean, it's like that becomes a challenge or whichever way the wind's blowing but but all those little things you just take for granted i mean and, and that really messes with the focus and and just the the mentality of the game and it just makes it so difficult oh for sure you know and they and it, it didn't really show up in the stat sheet mm-hmm. you know i think um scorekeepers have done it enough that, you know that they're more like yeah that's probably not routine but you know on, <laughs> i don't think anything's routine it, in this win exactly and and uh the, but they go down as hits, but, uh, you know, they're plays that you got to be able to make. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it definitely changes the game. And, and there was a lot of outs that we left out there that we, you know, that didn't show up as errors, but we we got to be able to make those plays. And it just, like in, in those close games, it just contribute, contributes to it. Zach Berg goes five and two-thirds, four runs, nine hits, no walks, one strikeout. Of course, he's coming off the, the injury from, from last year, but – Seems like he's starting. I mean, that's another good start for him and, and starting to maybe get back to where he was because I know he's a guy you have a lot of excitement about because of what you saw before the injury. Yeah, you know, he, he did. He threw well. Uh, he settled in well. Um, you know, his 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 velo is, is down. Um, you know, and then that when, when a pitcher kind of starts knowing that, you know, they, they start getting in their head. I mean, he's – 
he's had to, uh, you know, him and Cade, they've just you get to a point where they've done a lot of throwing. They've had to do a lot of rehab throughout uh, this whole last year process. And, um, you know, I think it, it, you just get a little dead on Your arm gets kind of tired and, and – uh, you know, but he's 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 a guy that pitches, and so uh, you know he he'll he'll give you a chance, and uh, it was a good matchup for him, and, and with the wind blowing in, and you know he, he's his stuff right now is not able to strike a lot of guys out, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think that was the key in that first game. They I think we struck out ten, and they uh, they only struck out once or twice. So when when the wind's howling like that, every ball in play is an adventure, from a ground ball to a fly ball to you know throwing it across, all those things, and and. Uh, you know, they put the ball in play more than than we did, and I thought that was just the biggest difference in the game. There, it was just tough to play defense that day. We didn't we didn't make them play defense mm-hmm. as much. And you mentioned strikeouts, and that's probably been a problem. The last, it's baseball wide. I mean, it's unfortunately I, I, part of the game I don't like where strikeouts seem to be okay. And yeah. I know I know that's not how you coach. That's not how you like it. But that's kind of been a problem the last couple of years. You, you've got some guys who are it's it's all or nothing, and when they're not, you know, they'll 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 put up big numbers, but then other days uh, the, they get a lot of strikeouts. Uh, it seemed like this team kind of was correcting a little bit, but uh, kind of came back and bit you a little bit this weekend. Yeah, you know, and that, that goes down to who's on the mound, too. Yeah, and, it and, does. Uh, you know, that guy That guy had good numbers. He's, he's had a lot of strikeouts this year already, and, and uh, you know, we were. We were doing a better job, and, and uh, you know, just like hitting's contagious and, and pitching's contagious, strikeouts are contagious, unfortunately, too, and, and uh once you know a, a good pitcher like that, once he gets going, they just it settles them in, and they 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 start smelling those strikeouts and and you know making those those really good pitches with two strikes. Game two, you lose seven to six. You fell behind six to one after one, and the credit Jake Campbell, he 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 figured it out and gave you guys a chance. I mean, sometimes you give up six in the first, your day is over, you're stuck with them, and uh, he, he found a way to, to, to give you guys a chance in this one at least. Yeah, you know, um, that was a game. I, I, we competed really well uh, all day. It was a tale of the, the, the last two days were, you know, completely opposite. The wind was more blowing out, and so it was more, you know, pitcher-friendly and, and – uh, you know, we we come out well. We got a we got a big hit. Uh, Grant hits a double. I think we got one in. We got first and third, and then we hit into a double play. And and their pitcher wasn't that sharp, and um, you know, which was frustrating. But you know, just get off to a good start. Uh, you know, pitching wise, well, they found some holes and you know, a few miscues, and and uh, and then. Uh, the, he had a chance to get off the field, you know. Same thing all year. He, you know, it was two outs. There, I think there's seven or eight hole hit a hit a hit a three run homer that would just kind of stunned everybody, and and uh, that was a big boost to them. And uh, but he ends up, you know, finishing that inning, and and uh, you know he didn't have a lot of hard hit balls. They just found some holes, but then they had they had a couple big hits. But um, you know he did. He settled in. He threw up a couple zeros, um, even in the fourth uh, with two outs and a guy on third. Got behind. That was kind of the only display. After the first, he he he, pit, he battled pretty well and gave us a shot. Um, but he got behind 2-0 to to somebody, and he and he I thought he just kind of gave in and threw a fastball over the plate, and the guy singled, uh, which would have been it was a big run at the time because it was, I think that got it to seven to four, and and uh, you know, but then Patty Walsh came in and threw zeros and and gave us a shot, and um, it was one of those games like if we don't get. If we're not playing, it was a good comeback. Mm-hmm. We just kind of ran out of innings. And if we don't give up, you know, the six and the first, obviously that's a chance we you know, feel like we 
should win that game. Yeah, you got the one run in the fifth uh, and uh, got you a close, and then you got the other in the eighth, had a chance, got a single in the ninth inning, just couldn't quite uh, come through to, to, to get a tie or maybe force extra, find a way to get that lead. Yeah, Griffin Brunson actually played really well this weekend and had some good at-bats, and he ended up having a big two-strike, uh, two-out hit in the, uh, I think, the eighth, and, and then Mason went first to third, and, and uh, so we had first and third one out. We tried putting a, a safety squeeze on, and unfortunately we went right back to the pitcher, and they get the, the, the out at the plate, and or that would have tied it up. And, um, you know, it just comes down to those little things. And But, you know, even in the ninth off their closer, we got some guys on, and, and, and Brady hits one, you know, as hard as you can hit it. And you think it's going to be in the gap, and you look up, and they got him shifted over into left center because of the wind, and, and it's it's just right at the guy. And, and But we did. We competed well on game two and it was good to see and and uh you know they were they were right there we just uh, story of the year just coming up short on a few things you mentioned griffin brunson good to see him finish with some success your shortstop because he was in a just an awful stretch i think it was one for 30 at one point and just nothing was going his way and uh, the Missouri Western series, he had a good series, and you mentioned he kind of backs it up here and hitting the ball well. Good to see him kind of close out his career he, going out and hitting the ball well, more like we, you'd seen before, and just, boy, you just have the, one of those stretches. It's just hard to overcome. Yeah, you know, it was everybody was going through it at the time. But, um, you know, the other big thing is he plays great defense yes. the last couple of weekends. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I think – there was a portion in the year where, where you know, I think that his offense was affecting his defense, and mm-hmm. that's kind of we were, you know, made some adjustments from there, you know, getting some other guys in. But uh, when he's confident, you know, he, he he I think he plays short at a pretty high level when he's really going and, and making plays, and, and we've seen that the last couple of weekends, which was good, especially on a, a dirt field, and uh, which we don't play on. Yeah, as I said, that's very often and, you have a natural grass. Yeah, and uh, man, he made some plays and. and uh, Jenner K going to first, too, has helped the infield out a lot. He had a lot of picks this weekend. Yeah, it's been a nice move over put him there, and he's done a good job. Yesterday was just, I guess, one of those days. It's the one the one you weren't in and just fell behind early. And, and unfortunately for Mason, who'd been pitching well, he's had a couple of rough starts here in a row. Yeah, you know, another another thing, you know, I thought he pitched better than, than what his line mm-hmm. indicated. And, and, again, they they were giving things hits that we, we misplayed. And, and uh, I think in the first inning – uh, you know, our right fielder falls down. The guy gets to second. So lead off, you know, a, du- a double. But, it, I mean, that ball should be caught. And, and then uh, I think he walks the next guy. But then we get a ground ball to the, the third baseman. We make an error but have a chance to – you know, he could definitely yeah. could have thrown up a zero and then settled in and, and totally changed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he battled to just give up the two in the first. But uh, – you know, they just, they kind of got to him a little bit. They got confident and got going. And, and uh, you know, but he just – and then there was a big two-run home run in one of the innings. But, uh, you know, it, 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 we got to be sharper early, you know, on the, on the mound. And, and just defensively, you know, all weekend, that, you know, that plagued us. We gave up runs in the first. And, and um, you know, it got them going. It got them confident. And, and then same thing, you know, story of the year. We're playing catch-up. And it's just with our offense, it has, it's been a challenge. Tiger Talk today brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We will take our final break. We'll come back, talk about the final weekend of the season. Tigers hosting the Mules of Central Missouri. Pack the park on Friday and when we return here on Tiger Talk. It's the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. 
What is the fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders. Vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Spring planting season is coming, and April is Safe Digging Month. Before you dig for any reason to plant a tree or even put in fence posts, call 811 first to find out if there are underground utilities below. Calling 811 two days before you need to dig is free and helps you avoid damaging buried utilities. Best of all, 811 is a free service. Be safe and call 811 first. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. No fooling this month with the specials from the taco shop. The Three Amigos, 309, Chicken Enchilada, 389, and the Poco Pizza is 219. The Taco Shop, three different ways to order. On the app, make the phone call, or stop by 333 West 8th Street. Come on down to the taco shop. We're back, our last segment of the program here, live from the Golden Q, talking baseball with head coach Jared Goodale. Uh, back to the park on Friday, obviously a gigantic task. A uh, third-ranked team in the country, and they've been number one at, at a point this year, Central Missouri. Uh, they're a beast every year and uh, no different this year. Yeah, they got a really good club. And, uh, you know, Central Oklahoma ended up clipping them a couple times uh you know, last weekend. But uh, besides that, they're adding many that got them this year. Uh, there was a couple early, but they've been on quite the roll, and they got quite the, you know, they're a juggernaut. You know, they're a great program. And all three facets of the game, we got our hands full for sure. Well, see what happens. Should be a lot of fun. Pack the park activities on Friday night. Get on out. Should be a, a lot of fun at the ballpark. That always is. And uh, hopefully, who knows, Tigers maybe uh, pull off a, a stunner and, and find a way to take a game or two from the, the Mules. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. And, Go get those those meals on this weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks, Roy. <laughs> Jared Gadeo, coach of the Tigers. That's going to wrap it up. It's brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and G&L Tire and Automotive. And again, a big thank you to the folks here at the Golden Q for hosting us this season. It was a lot of fun. Hope we're back here next year with Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.